Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky, and today we are going over to the Anger subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try to learn something new, but I am by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. Hopefully you guys had a great Halloween yesterday. Hopefully everybody was safe. Um, I don't personally celebrate Halloween anymore. Uh, although I hope that anybody that went out with their kids, uh, you know, had a great time. I uh, hope everything went well with that. Either way, uh, let's go ahead and get straight into this, guys, because there's a very interesting, uh, let's see, this post right here that I wanted to start with. Uh, my mom triggers my anger because she thinks it's funny when I get mad and she knows I won't hit her. I, 24-year-old male, have a long, unstable relationship with my mom. She was a single parent and had a little involvement in my childhood. I raised myself. I have some sort of mental illness, which doctors are never able to diagnose further beyond depression. But with that being said, I get really angry sometimes for very trivial reasons. And my mom knows this. She likes to piss me off and do things that trigger me on purpose. She then likes to laugh like I told her a joke or something. And she's even admitted to finding my outburst funny to watch. I currently live with her, and today something really upset me, and I haven't been able to calm down despite having gone to the gym afterwards. I talked to a therapist about this, and they say the best thing is for me to move out and away because our relationship is very unhealthy despite its progress in recent years. I can't afford that because I just started college this year, and living with her is the only way I can afford to go to school full-time and work part-time. My education is important, but I'm losing my sanity here. So this is where you want to be more direct. Um, so you may... To, to be fair, you might ha like have depression. Um, so I'm trying to think of how to word this. You might, I, I don't want to say might just have depression, but because it sounds like you're trying to seek something a little bit further. The only reason why I say it might be depression that is doing this is that uh, depression typically leads to, because I think a lot of people tend to think that uh, depression only is, uh, only refers to people who are apathetic, right, towards life. And they're just, you know, just uh, just sitting there being sad and all that stuff. But no, uh, a lot of times irritability comes with depression, um, and which can make, you know, once you get irritable and you explode on somebody, then that can make you even more depressed. So uh, it, it's not just a an apathetic uh, um, display of your depression, right? Um, it could be very aggressive, right? Um just like how with addicts, right? They can be very aggressive when they don't have their, their drug of choice. So it kind of overlaps into certain things. Uh, but that being said, I would say this is a good chance for you to talk about boundaries. Um, so instead, uh, and, and this is this is important to, to have like as a disclaimer, I guess. But when we talk about putting up boundaries and all this other stuff, I think a lot of times people tend to let their ego get in the way. And by the way, this is more me talking in general. I'm not sp talking specifically to this person saying that he did this or anything like that. I'm just trying to give this as a general rule of thumb for anybody out there. But uh, when we put up boundaries, a lot of times we like to let our egos get in, in, in our way. And what I mean by that is that we tend to want to, at least in my own experience, maybe this is more of an anecdotal example, but uh, whenever I would try and put up a boundary, I'd always be like, well, why don't they know? Right. You, you, I don't know how many of you guys do that, but it's like, why don't they know not to cross this boundary? Why, why doesn't your, why doesn't this person's mom know not that uh, this anger is, is getting worse and worse. 
how could they not know, right? That, that's a very common thing that I've seen with people who lose their anger very quickly. Um, and all I would say is it's up to you to uh, put up the put up the, the the boundaries in your life. And if people encroach on that, it's up to you to also enforce them. Now, um, if this is a living arrangement, right? It sounds like this is a living arrangement that you need. Then you need to start telling her that, you know, listen, I, I'm dealing a lot with my anger. I'm dealing a lot with these things. Um, I would appreciate it if, by the way, this is just an example. I don't know your mother personally, so I don't know if this would work um, for this per person in particular. But, um, you know, you could just start saying, like, listen, um, I've been having a lot of violent thoughts lately. I'm working with a therapist to deal with it. But we have talked and they have told me that this is a very toxic relationship. I would like to further this relationship with you. Um, but I feel like we both, and this is where we go to, we don't go to the pointing fingers because I, listen, I I've seen, uh, I don't, I, I, you'd be surprised at how immature people are. I'm not trying to say this person's mother is immature, but I think we all have a little bit of an immature aspect of ourselves where we don't want criticism. We don't like to be criticized by other people and we get defensive and then we try and bring it back to them. Well, you think that I'm unstable or you think that I'm uh, toxic to the relationship. What about you and your anger? And, you know, it, then it ends up getting into this, this pissing contest of, of who's worse. Right. Uh, I don't think that's a great way to, um, to go with this. Uh, so instead you say, well, it seems like we are contributing to this toxic relationship. And I would like to do my part and say uh, say that I would uh, or I would like to do my part and uh, you know put certain boundaries here. Okay, uh, it seems like I've been uh, I've been really I get really angry whenever you do certain things or you joke about my my anger and it really it really hurts me. Right? Then you bring it to to uh, not anger, but you bring it to the, the the root of the problem, which is that you feel hurt. You feel hurt. That's why you get angry and you get defensive, you know, when you do those types of things. So, um, but like I said, it sounds like your mother's a little bit more estranged than my mother, you know, so I'm kind of talking about this more from, a, from how I would approach my mother. But since your mother is a little bit more estranged, it sounds like uh, you, you said that you'd raise yourself. So uh, you might have to be more strict with this, or you may have to find a way to, um, uh, sorry, you might, you may have to find a way to, uh, to eventually move out, right? Um, but for right now, I would just say distance yourself as much as you can from her. And you know, if that's the case, right? If you're if you're not able, if that that whole boundary making and that whole talk doesn't work, if that doesn't work, then distance yourself as much as you can, despite the fact that you live with her. So that would be my main uh, thing there. Um, so how uh, next next post over here? So how do you guys prevent yourself from getting angry? I don't intend to vent about how oh so frustrating my situation is, but I noticed that venting doesn't really do much for me. So I figured I'd just ask if any of you might know of a, other ways to avoid getting angry, ideally by processing emotions in a healthy way, rather than putting them aside and bottling them up for later. So um, first off, I think you have to accept the fact that you are angry. A lot of times when we end up getting angry and we don't want to be angry, we, we can't accept the, the reality that we're angry. In other words, we tend to get to the point where we are angry, but a part of us is denying that we're angry. Like, I can't believe I'm getting angry over this. How, how many times do you say, I can't believe 
I got angry over this. I can't believe. Well, you know, as as uh, <laughs> sorry, I can't believe I'm making this joke. But as the Naruto dub, uh, the Naruto English dub said, uh, well, believe it. OK, believe it. <laughs> um, you know, there there is a, um, you know, listen, feelings to a certain degree are going to do what they're going to do. Right. You're going to feel hurt about something. You're going to feel happy about something. They come and go. Like, right. And uh, some feelings you're going to feel a little bit more than maybe other people because that's your personality type. Like your personality is, is much more geared towards those types of things. And it's important. Like I tend to feel anxiety about a lot more things. Uh, sorry. Uh, I, I tend to feel uh, very more, uh, very much in much more intense anxiety about certain things than other people might. Right. Social situations, uh, and, and those types of things. Uh, so I think it's important to figure out what your, uh, you know, what your affinity is and all that stuff. But you have to start with saying, um, you know, I, I am angry right now. But next you have to ask, well, what am I going to do about it? Right. Because then a, a lot of times people just end up, well, there's nothing I can do about it. There's usually something you can do about it on your side. Um even if somebody wrongs you, you can say, well, I'm holding on to these feelings of anger and, and, and hatred towards this person. I need to let these things go. I need to let this, the, the, you know, this, uh, this situation go. And it doesn't mean that you are letting that person off the hook. If they really wronged you, let's say they didn't pay back, uh, you know, pay back a debt they owed you or something, something like that. Um, it doesn't mean you have to let them off the hook or it doesn't mean you have to, um, fall for it again, right? Like, you know, if you you loan money to somebody, they never pay it back and, and you say to them next time, hey, and they try and borrow money again, you can just say, hey, no, I've already done it once. Not going to do it again. Uh, I've seen what you did with, with the last time. I'm not going to fall for that this time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not so much about getting, uh, preventing yourself from getting angry. It's more about accepting the fact that you are angry and doing uh, doing something to uh, about it, right? Whether it's a choice to forgive whatever it is that you uh, that has made you angry, or you know doing something about it. So so enforcing a barrier, or maybe making a barrier uh, barrier. Sorry, border boundary. Excuse me. I was trying. To, there's like so many words that I could use there, but making you know putting up a boundary um, and enforcing it, right? So I think that's important to think about when you are, uh, when you do get angry, right? Accept it, put up the necessary boundary. If there are any boundaries that you maybe need to enforce those types of things. Um, and yeah, like, like I said, you know, the anger kind of comes and goes for me. Um, like I'll give you an example, right? I was over at the, uh, I was doing a fall fiesta for my church. I was kind of put in a position that I wasn't expecting. Um, uh, I signed up to help, uh, help somebody over there. I ended up in a completely different position that basically put me in a room the entire time instead of like going out and about with other people. And I was, I was to be honest with you, and you know, I, my social anxiety kicked in hard. So all these things kind of happened at once, which led me to be really angry uh, with the person. And instead I said, listen, I, I have to forgive this person. I have to forgive myself for getting so angry and, and letting my social anxiety overcome me. Um, and that's another thing, forgiving yourself. I think that's also important because I think sometimes when we do get angry at certain things, we we say that, right? We say, I, I can't believe I got angry at this. Um, you have to forgive yourself for that, right? Um, there are going to be some things that you get angry about. That's just how it is. So, um, 
Let's go. Oh, okay. Uh, next post here. My ego is abnormally big. I just can't do this anymore. Every time I train hard, I kill myself mentally and physically, especially in video games and academic things. I always get the upper hand for most of the time, but then I get my my uh, my butt handed again and again. My brother, for example, played very little fighting games compared to my 1,000 hours of experience, but with pure adaptation, he always beats me, and now I can't withstand everything uh, and might blow up. TLDR, I always feel superior and strong when I win, but after I lose, I lose once, I lose my crap. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't, this isn't me trying to laugh at this person, but I am laughing at this person. <laughs> um, no, I mean, this is very relatable to me. Um, I tend to, uh, I don't really get super hardcore. Like I'm not, I'm not a super competitive person. Um, but back in the day, I remember being very, very competitive. Like I get really mad whenever I played fighting games and lost. I remember, man, I remember smashing my controller, by the way, this shows how much better technology was back in the day or how much sturdier technology was back in the day. I remember I took my PS2 controller and I smashed it with a hammer. I smashed it with a hammer. I'm going to say that one more time. I smashed it with a hammer. Still worked. It it still worked. My PS4 controller on the hand, other hand, once again, that was a PS2 controller. My PS4 on the controller on the other hand, um, I barely, like, you know, I play, play video games with it. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, six months later it's like like the the left analog stick is completely messed up like what is that guys either way now i'm getting angry <laughs> uh no but listen i think the important um thing to remember when you are training when you like i'll give you an example right like when i'm when i go to the gym it can be frustrating to look at other people who maybe get those those beginner gains i don't know if you guys know what that is beginner gains are basically the these um these crazy beneficial gains that just happen out of nowhere for beginners. Like they could easily get like noticeable muscle, mu excuse me, muscle. My lisp came out again, muscle within like, uh, like six months, you know, whereas most people would have to train years or a year to do that. Um, so sometimes, you know, I'll look at people and just be like, oh man, I'm not getting anywhere. And I look at myself, oh, I'm not getting anywhere. Um, you have to be more in it for the journey than for the destination. Um, sure, you want to have a clear destination in mind. So, you know, if we're if we're talking about the gym or something like that, you should have a clear destination. Am I trying to build a better body? Am I trying to um, build power? Am I trying to do a mixture of both? But so I'm not going to be great, at, like super duper great at either one. But, uh, you know, I can I can still do pretty well at both of them. Uh, like, what are you trying to do? I think that's important to figure out. But still, you have to be, you have to, like, if you're just grinding away out for hours and hours or thousands of hours, then you, then you're not, you're forgetting about the most important part of the, of the endeavor, which is the journey, the, the hard work put into there, right? Like tomorrow, I'm going to wake up and go to the gym. If I don't work out as hard as I could, because I'm still tired or I didn't get the greatest night of sleep, well, I still went in there, Right. Um, and I, by the way, I know some people who are like this, where it's like, they are super duper, like, uh, you know, super on it where they're very competitive and they hate to lose all that kind of stuff. I don't think that's a bad quality to have, but you have to, um, harness it and put it in the right field. Right. So, so I would just say, find something a academic things. I don't really think that's a, a problem. Video games. I think that could be problematic. Right. Like video games are all going to be different. You know, you're going to you're going to play games that are uh, completely unfair, like they're designed to be that way. 
you're gonna play people who play unfairly in video games right there's there's almost no fighting game that's completely balanced there's gonna be some fighting games that are much more balanced than others but none of them are gonna be like completely balanced there's always gonna be at least one broken character in there that just completely destroys people so um, i think it's more about trying to figure that uh figure out how to harness and uh, direct your competitiveness if you're if you're losing your your trying to think of a better way to put this if you're losing your crap over a monopoly game you might want to consider trying to hold back on that and put more of your competitive energies into something that is more productive or more fruitful for you so either way once again guys thank you so much for listening to the uh, mental health casual podcast uh if you guys want to check out all things casual you can check that out at the link tree in the info box down below also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to check out the Anger subreddit for yourself, you can check that out at the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.